everything right now has taken a back seat to the bloodline. This is true. It's, this it's is very true. true. WrestleMania is built on the bloodline. I don't give a damn what people <laughs> No one gives a shit about anything else happening on that fucking show other than what's going to happen. I read the comments. I see the shit that people are saying. No one's talking about Bianca and Asuka. No one's talking about Rhea mm. and, and fucking Charlotte other than Rhea Ripley, you know, doing some fucking pin on, on Zelina Vega. No one gives a shit. No mm. one's talking about it. Okay. Well, let's let's get into the show. Where's and the then... buzz? Where, I don't look, know. Let, look, let's get buzz? to the show and then we'll get there. You ready? Let's go. go ahead. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the No Gimmicks here on DFPN. Let's get right into the show. Shout out to the sponsors. Shout out to Plugs Earbuds. Shout out to Fiverr. Join the DFPN Patreon. If you're listening to this show, then you are not on the Patreon. So www.patreon.com slash podcast. Join it for as little as $3. You can get in on all the live action. Same goes for the band camp. $3 gets you their whole library, the whole Datfilling catalog, datfilling.bandcamp.com. New merch coming soon. So go to the Teespring, search for Datfilling podcast. If you're in the Patreon, shout out to Brian McCoy, our newest $15 uh, participant. Shout out to him. Thank you, brother, for the support. Everybody else, go to teespring.com, search Dat Feeling Podcast, get you some swag, or you can join the Dat Feeling Patreon. Every three months, you'll get free swag. So, that being said, who would you want to see versus Seth Rollins? Because you have no interest in Logan Paul, who would you want to see against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania? Floor is yours, Frank D. I would have loved to have seen Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Why? Because they had a feud years ago when Seth cashed in the money in the bank on Roman and, and Brock at WrestleMania. So I think now, because their characters have evolved into what they are now, it would have been a good matchup. I mean, I think Brock would have had he would, Brock would have wanted to have fun with this one. So I, I think that that match would have sold. I think it would have been a bigger deal. Hmm. But that's that's my opinion because. Brock was given the choice of working with Bray Wyatt or Omos. He chose Omos. He chose Omos. You know okay. So I would okay. I, I would have seen if you put on WrestleMania a marquee WrestleMania match, then you got Brock versus Seth Rollins. Night one, night two, whatever. That that would have been a good match because you already know they're gonna go out there and deliver. And Brock isn't just gonna do Suplex City. He's gonna want to do some different shit because I think he's more open to it now. Than he was, say, years ago when he worked with uh, Ambrose. Yeah. 
So. Now you said you have you don't have a lot of interest in in the pay per view itself. Um, I, I was I was there. I was there. Right. But on paper, this card this card looks crazy on paper. Um, the matches you got. So and it's so it's so many matches that in two nights it's gonna be hard. Like I'm even in my brain, I'm having like where do you put most of these matches? Because you have yeah, both women's titles matches, Bianca and Asuka, Becky and uh not Becky, Charlotte and Rhea, right? You have the Universal Championship or the Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship on the line. That's obviously going to be your main event for night two. You have the tags, Undisputed tags, that you got to figure out where you want to put that. Do you want to have that in night one? And open for night two? Like, what do you do with that? You also have a Hell in a Cell match with Edge and Finn Balor, which if you're really smart about it, you kind of want that match to go on first, clean up the mess, and go on about the rest of the night. But where do you put that match? If it's night one, it's a crowded-ass night one. Night two, you kind of jack up the flow because somebody's going to have to follow that, right? And then, then you got Logan Paul, Seth Rollins, of course. You got to figure out where you want to put all these matches to make it go fast. Brock, Omos. Like, there's a lot happening here. Probably get Rey Mysterio and Dom and just figuring out where you want to put this piece to make everything have a great balance in both shows is going to be kind of hard. You know, I would honestly put... So, obviously, we know that night one, the main event's going to be Rhea versus Charlotte. Right. And I and I saw a lot of people out there talking about, well, the tag team match with Owens and and, and Zayn versus uh, the Usos should have made a main event. No, it shouldn't have. Because, number one, Rhea Ripley won the Women's Royal Rumble, so she deserves the main event. That's just bottom line. So have her go out there and do it night one versus Charlotte. Now, where do you put the Hell in a Cell match? You put the Hell in a Cell match on night one of, of WrestleMania. You do that, and then also you put the Logan Paul Seth Rollins match on night one as well. That's a lot happening, though. You got because if you don't look, if you don't do it that way, you ain't gonna have you got no juice for night one because you you're gonna put the Usos versus versus KO and Zayn. That shit's gonna go on night two. Because whatever is going to happen at involving the bloodline, it's going to happen at, on. You want it. You want it all in one night, is what. Absolutely, you're because yeah, because see, you can have, you can have Dominic versus Ray on night one, and they can play into the fact that just last night Ray Mysterio got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Right. And then you know that that plays. So you can have that. You can have drama on Saturday, and then drama on Sunday. Whatever is going to go down is going to go down. So that's how I would do it. I would definitely book the the bloodline angles to to, to that story is going to be told Sunday. All the rest of the shit can be told on Saturday. Now you so, take you take uh, you take Bianca, you take Oscar, put them on night two. I w- I would agree with that, but I f- so all right. Uh, Charlotte Rhea night one. 
Do you have Bianca and Oscar start night too? Yes, because you already know that they're ending the with, with you start with a championship, you win. Exactly. Right. You, leave, they're you not, leave with a championship. Because they're not building this as a double main event. If they were building it as a double main event on night two, then you can then then look, this <laughs> this is what I was telling you before we started the show. Everything on WrestleMania is basically pointless at this at this time. The bloodline story is overshadowing everything else. That's just what's going on here. No, nothing is getting properly built the way it should be. Because Look at that comedy. Everything's getting buried by Roman and Cody on night two. That that's it, true. That's, that's true. It, exactly. Whatever that's that's the selling point. Roman and and Dusos. That's the selling point. Because everybody wants to know and wants to see what is Jay gonna do? Is Jay gonna turn on Roman? That's the selling point. Basically telling you, hey, listen, you can watch night one of WrestleMania gonna happen on night two. That's that's what's gonna go down. So, you know, and, and it's just I, I just personally because of what they're doing right now, when you take in Roman Reigns and you've and you've taken him from where he was, from the big dog to the tribal chief, and this dude is just like you say, he's a mega star. They build him into this unstoppable force. Okay, you don't job the unstoppable force to the <laughs> fucking AEW guy. I'm sorry, you don't do it. <laughs> and it's like, what do you? What, you what don't do you think go? they're positioning Cody Rhodes to be the guy? What's you don't that? think that. You don't think they're positioning Cody to be they the guy. They position Cody Rhodes to be the guy all they want to. He will never be the guy, in my opinion. You can position somebody all you that's want. Not, that's fair. That's, that's just fair. my. But that's my opinion. Okay, that's my fair. opinion. It was like an You know, it's like an answer. Everybody's got one, right? That's just my opinion. I don't see him in that light. Maybe he'll do something down the line that'll change my mind. But I've been watching Cody. For the last couple of years, and he didn't do shit in AEW, and he really didn't do shit in WWE other than go out there, you'll have a couple matches with Seth Rollins, tore his pack, he was on the shelf, came back number fucking 30, and won the Rumble. Okay. <laughs> you ain't you ain't done nothing, bruh. And then every promo that come out your mouth is about your, about your father. He's up here talking this shit last night, talking about, oh, if I you hear about my father one more time, motherfucker, you're the one fucking talking about him. What are you talking about? True. The whole, <laughs> the whole, the whole story is about the American dream, baby. No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold you. I thought Roman cooked him last night. Roman, Roman. Buried his ass because everything Roman said. Roman hit that man was, was truth. Smacked out in the motherfucking head with truth. And, and, and this right here goes to everybody out there that says, "Well, why wouldn't he be the guy?" Roman fucking just said it last night, dude. You went over and tried this. You started a whole other company over there, and couldn't get over in that company. So what does that tell you? They were turning on you at the end, bro. They wanted you to turn heel because that's how bad it was. Because people saw through your shit. That's why. Mm. It was Cody Rose was every time he came out there, it's just he just came off as just 
something about him just was disingenuous with the whole damn thing. Like, maybe he didn't want to be there all along to begin with. Maybe he got a taste of it and just like, you know what? I want to get the hell out of here. Okay? So he got, he, so he, he dipped. He bounced. I think that could be what happened as well. So, you fast forward now to where we're at, and we're going into Mania, and in my opinion, he ain't done shit to, to get a world title match. All right? So, I'm looking past him, and it's like, okay, who's Roman's next contender? Who's somebody that Roman hasn't really had a had a feud with that can, that he can go out there and have some good matches with? That list is short, though. It's, it's, it's Randy Orton. So... You think Randy Orton's gonna come back after Mania? I think Randy Orton is coming back after Mania because I've been mm-hmm. I've read the other day and PW Insider reported that there's been internal discussions lately about Randy Orton and they have not been talking about him up until at the, all, at right? all. You know, some mm-hmm. people some people out there say, "Oh, well, wouldn't that be great to have Cody versus Randy Orton?" I don't want to see that shit. What 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 are we what what are we doing the the battle of of of, of fucking the legacy or some shit I don't I don't want to see that why you hating on Cody man it's not about hating on Cody I'm just saying I don't want to see it matter of fact I guarantee you after the bloodline that's, that's kind of strong bro like, after the dang. after the after the bloodline situation is is over and done with I probably won't even be watching the shit I'm just being honest I think it'll still be good there's still directions you can go. With the bloodline, there's still directions you can go. Listen, it's nothing. It's nothing personal against Cody Rhodes. I don't know Cody Rhodes. It's nothing personal against. Him. It's just I don't see him as this is this guy, as the guy. I don't see it. That's you know me. what, man? You know what? The last time we had this conversation, right? And I told you, I said. I'm going to say it again. The last time we had this conversation was about Dominic Mysterio. I said, just keep watching. Give him a chance. He's going to win you over. Bro, I have been watching Cody. All right. You don't understand. I've been watching Cody. First time I ever saw Cody was when he was out there when he inducted his father into the Hall of Fame. That's the first time I ever saw Cody Rhodes. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, Watching him perform, he was with Hardcore Holly. All right, then he mm-hmm. joined up with Ted DiBiase Jr. Then they was with Randy Orton. They were a legacy. Then he became Dashing Cody Rhodes. And then I know the history. Remember, remember when Rey Mysterio hit him in the face and he had the mask on and all that mm-hmm. shit? That was good shit. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yes. Now, fast forward. Okay, it's just like with the 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 Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Were you really that over, or was it the Bullet Club that was over? Okay? Hmm. Same situation. You have a point there. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, the machine is behind this man. All right? Once the machine is behind you, and it is firmly behind Cody Rhodes, they will find a way for you to like Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I know. It's a a horrible time in WWE. That's the... (laughs) That's that's where we're at. You're right. My bad. <laughs> but but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is give it a shot, man. You never know. You never know. I just, I, I mean, they're, they're just, you know, I, I, I honestly, I can see what they're doing. 
I see it. I, I, you know, he's out there giving the the, the weight belts away, just like you know, like dude. I'm Hearts like, and minds, motherfucker. You're, you're, this you're, is what he's you're, doing. You're, you're 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 trying to be Bret Hart with the glasses. You're, Hearts. You're, you're, you're trying to be Bret Hart and Hulk Hogan and all these, these different people, all in one. What whatever. You know what? Whatever. We put hey. smiles hey. on faces. If that's if that's if that's the route they want to go. Then that's that's where I'm pretty man sure all in the be. ring calling calling the kids the little nightmares, bro. Yeah, I'm telling you, they go yeah. find a way. Yeah, I know. So you don't like Cody Rhodes? The little, the little nightmares, like what what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, bro. I'm trying to think. What was, I'm trying to think. What was what was what was better, the little nightmares, the Hulkamaniacs, or the creatures of the night? Huh. Hmm. Yeah, the little nightmares. I can I can see it now. The little nightmares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little fucking nightmares. Yeah, the little <laughs> nightmares. That's not a very good thing. <laughs> that's not that's not very good. It's like, what you gonna do, brother, when a nightmare comes running wild on you? Get the fuck out of here. Hmm. Rain. That's that shit is fucking whack, bro. <laughs> like, I want to know who approved that shit because that shit is wild. That shit is stupid. The little nightmares. That shit is wild. <laughs> Are you a nightmare? Yes. Are you? What a the hell nightmare? does that mean? I mean, even 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 <laughs> even Austin Theory versus John Cena doesn't even have any steam to it. Ain't that wild? That's Ain't what that I'm wild. talking about. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Nothing, no, no one gives a shit about nothing except what's going on with the bloodline. That's it. I'm telling you, no one gives a shit. But that's that's because there's storytelling involved. Like this shit is Emmy worthy storytelling. It's what this is. And then you have the rest of the shit, like. And to be to be fair to everybody else, to be fair to the rest of the fucking industry, there's no other story like Roman Reigns and the Bloodline out anywhere else. There's no oh, other story. But but let's but hold on, Let, hold your horses for a second here, because because here's the deal. Mm-hmm. You're right. There's no other story like that in wrestling right now. But here's the thing: a few months ago, I remember saying. Man, this bloodline shit is getting boring. You know why? Because it was boring. But when they added Sami Zayn to the equation, that's when it got. That's when it popped. When it, when yep. when it popped up. Yeah. That shit was getting boring. They weren't doing yeah. nothing. It, that's just what it was. It was just same old, same old. But when they added the dynamic of of Sami Zayn in there, that's when they turned the corner. And and you know that's that's you know what it is. I mean, I I look at the bloodline. The storytelling of the bloodline, and I have to. I'm. I'm going to say something that's going to shock you. Oh, but, okay. But I will say this: the bloodline storytelling, you know, is better than the NWO, simply because there's layers to it. See, the NWO. In my opinion, the NWO was only hot 
after Hogan initially turned. So it, it was hot from the point he turned until they blew it at Star K97. That was it. The NW after that was a wash because there was no conclusion to the story. You know, 1998 was a shitty year for DNWO, in my opinion. That's when they did the Wolfpack. You know, you went back to Savage and Hogan having dissension. It was was a stale retread. Hogan Mm -hmm. got stale in 98. The whole NWO angle got stale. That's why the WWE started kicking their ass over there is because Mm – the the story the, the NWO story was stale. They got they had nothing, and that's kind of where the bloodline was at one point. The story had got stale. You had to add a fresh ingredient to the story, and that fresh ingredient was Sami Zayn. Okay, that's kind of where we're at with with the situation right now. Right, it's gonna peak. You know, it's it's good right now, and I you know, but it's gonna peak. You're gonna you're gonna have some dis- dissension there. And hopefully they follow up with it because obviously whatever they do with Jay, Jay, I'm, I'm going to put it like this. People say the machine is behind Cody. You say the machine is behind Cody. Cody's going to be that guy. No, he ain't going to be the guy. The fucking guy is going to be Jay Uso once he turns. That's going to be the dude. That's going to be the guy. That's going to be your next baby face. It's going to be Jay Uso. I don't, I don't think the so. Fans, the fans want the fans want to cheer Jay. The whole bloodline storyline is about Jay. From the moment he started and the the bloodline reluctantly acknowledging Roman to now. It's gonna be about Jay. I guarantee you by the summer, summertime comes up, you're gonna see Jay versus Roman Reigns. Watch. Yeah, that could be it. You could be right about that. And I can see a scenario where the fans will that shit on. I, I could I could actually see that happening, honestly. And it could be at, at, at some point in time, it could be where, you know, Roman turns babyface at some point. Because yeah. you have to, in order to be a great, in order to be a great babyface, you first have to be a great villain. Mm-hmm. That's that's why The Rock got over the way he did, because The Rock started off as this this guy, okay, that was being pushed on people's throats. No one cared about Rocky Maivia. Then he joined the Nation, and then he just he went off on his own. Right. He became The Rock. Right. When that happened, and then he was out there as a heel, they hated him. Rocky sucks, and then. They started to like him. They started to get behind him. And when they started mm-hmm. to get behind him and like him, and you thought, and he turned babyface for a couple of weeks and then turned right back heel again, that was the formation right there because it was something organic. The people started to cheer him. But Rocky says, hold up a second. I'm, you know, you know screw you. Fuck y'all. Exactly. So <laughs> you don't get Roman, to cheer me. Roman had that run. Roman had to run as, as a babyface. For a couple years, people felt that he was getting pushed down our throats. No one accepted him. Now, he's a big bad heel. Mm-hmm. That I don't people, think he should go people back. Cheer. People cheer. Okay. Well, he's gonna go back one of these days because I don't think he should. Roman, I don't think he should Roman, ever. Go. Roman, Roman, 
he ain't gonna be a he ain't gonna be a hill forever, dude. You gotta understand the way the the the, the economics works. All right, it's all about merchandise sales. True, and but he's he'll, selling a shit ton as a hill. He's he ain't selling nothing. It's the bloodline. That's oh yeah, selling. that's true. Okay. That's true. That's it, true. Bloodline. That's so true. that's that's one of the reasons why Stone Cold and Stone Cold turned in old one. He says, I wish I would have called an audible. You know why? Because he was used to getting those big ass royalty checks for his merchandise. <laughs> People weren't buying the shit anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what happened. So I do at some point Roman will go and Roman will turn babyface at some point down the line. It ain't gonna be ain't gonna be in the foreseeable future, but somewhere down the line he will turn babyface again. When this whole thing plays out. And and then you'll see, like Cody Rose says. Then he'll become an ad, Paul Heyman will become an advocate, uh, advocate again. Yeah, an advocate for Cody Rhodes when Rhodes turns heel. I didn't catch. I caught. I caught part of that, but I didn't catch the full yeah. piece of that. Yeah. So I mean, why would why would Heyman be an advocate for? Mm, why wouldn't he? Mm, I mean, yeah, I guess. Because norm- normally, normally, Heyman's an advocate for people who aren't good on the stick. But obviously, it's worked wonders for Roman Reigns. Well, Roman is, Roman, Roman is hit and miss with promos. More hit than that, not these days. I don't know about that. He's hit or miss. He, sometimes he'll deliver some good shit, sometimes he won't. Hmm. So I think he's like 50-50. Really? I thought he was good. <clears throat> Excuse me. I thought he's been good throughout this whole run, especially with Cody. I think he's 50-50. Mm. Okay. Fair. Cody, Fair enough. Cody, Cody, Cody with that damn lift. <laughs> oh, so let's address this comment real quick. What's so... Max says, Cody ain't it. His gimmick ain't it. He knows he's a casual fan, but this American Nightmare ain't winning me over. Like, why is he a nightmare? So, before we before we get into the meat and potatoes of this, uh, he's a nightmare, the American Nightmare, because his dad was the American Dream. And yeah, but Dustin was the original American Nightmare. Right, correct. So, you ain't really original with that. He's not really original with that. Oh. But, um, and this is a this is a common thing that I'm seeing, the comment that Mac put up, right? So, the casual fan isn't being won over by a Cody Rhodes, and that may be a problem. That may be a huge problem because it's not bringing in, it's not winning over the casual fan, like if. A normal person like me, I'm willing to give it a chance, right? Give it a chance. You know the system's going to work for him because he's tagged as the guy in the system. But a casual fan won't see that, and they're they're going based off surface level, right? What is he bringing me on a weekly basis? Do I like it? Do I not like it? And that's and, that's kind of where I'm at. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been I've been watching wrestling since I was seven, eight years old. 
But at this stage of my life, I consider myself to be a casual. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't watch the shit every week. I watch right. clips on YouTube. Only thing I watch is I watch the old stuff from back in the day. That's mm-hmm. what that's my thing. That's what I like to do. I like to watch. I like to watch the, the territories or the WCW. That's my thing. So I'm a casual fan. And you can mm-hmm. you can try to sweeten this shit up all you want to with the with the Thunderdome. All right. <laughs> and that's what they do. That shit is so so I mean just guard you can hear that shit running, dude. <laughs> piping in shit. All right. Because I mean piping in for what? If dude's getting a reaction, why are you piping shit in? But mm-hmm. like like you know, like Mac is saying here, they're not growing the casual base. No one cares. You're just the guy that you're not going to mention the name, the, the 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 letters of the company you used to work for, but you're just that guy from that other company. And guess what? They look at you as a fucking failure for leaving the other company. Like they said, I think I honestly think that was like the wrong choice of words to use in that promo. It was like you couldn't get over there, so you ran away and you ran here. I I, I mean that was a, that was. I mean that was a burial. I mean you, yeah, that was a burial. <laughs> I w- I wouldn't have even said that because I mean it's it's like damn, you could you really couldn't hang down there with them. You could you couldn't hang with with the elite. You couldn't hang with Jericho. You couldn't hang with at the time Inner Circle, all these different cats. You couldn't do it. So you bounced. You dipped. Yeah. You tried to you tried to get people over like Anthony Ogogo and all these and it didn't work. You 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 burned your back in a match against you know uh, Andrade, and it and for what? Nothing. 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 You literally I mean burned that, your fucking that, back. That's why I said Roman cooked him last night. He did. Cooked him. He did. <laughs> he sure did. You he he exposed him is what he did. Nothing he said. You know, nothing he said was was out of line. Nothing he said was wrong. It was a, all truth. No, all story. truth. All truth. <laughs> uh, the most truth I've ever seen in this business was said. I said all truth. Wrong. Yeah, Roman <laughs> is Roman is the mega star. Like he said, absolutely the mega star. He is. He is the face of the company. Cody Rhodes is not the face of nothing. All right. Period. So, what would be a good gimmick for Cody? I don't know the the elite. So go back to that. <laughs> I don't know, man. So, so we have a comment that says they were all about the throne breaker arc he had over in AEW. Yeah, he 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 did do that, and then all of a sudden now him and Triple H are best buddies. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't I don't know where you go with Cody, man. I don't know either. And even if he wins at Mania, even if even if he wins at Mania, what's his next few? I mean, does he, I mean honestly, does the American Nightmare? Does that sound like a top babyface to you? Is that a top tier babyface? The American Nightmare. I don't know, man. Like I no, really don't. I really don't know. Not. It's not. No, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say no, and I'm not going to say yes. Because I know 
what they can do with people. I know what they can do with people. Hell, they got me fucking out here. I like, I really, I really legitimately like think Logan Paul and Seth Rollins are going to have the fucking match of the weekend. Like, this is where I am. And I cannot stand Logan Paul. Like, I can't stand that guy. But in my heart of hearts, like, I have to tell myself as a, as a, as a wrestler, Logan Paul is actually okay. As a wrestler, as a sports entertainer, I am entertained generally by the shit that he does in the ring. Human being wise, I can't stand the guy. But here I am respecting what he does in the ring. Now, you say that for a person like Logan Paul, for me, I know that what they can do with Cody. I know they can turn him around. I know they can. Yeah, my listen, they, they can if they want to. My whole thing is that I just don't see someone calling themselves the American Nightmare as a top babyface. I just, I don't see it. That's like back in the day saying, oh, the top babyface is Hollywood Hogan. No. <laughs> no. Or your top your, your top babyface. Only person that had a name like that that was a babyface that got over and, and and he was really meant to be a heel, but people it was just you know, people just started digging his shit was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that's what it was. But mm-hmm. what I'm getting at real quick when it comes to Cody, and okay, okay, you know what? I'll I'll tell you like this. This this is why I think Strap. I think Cody should turn heel. I I think so too. The reason why he should turn heel is because Cody is a heel. He just don't know it yet. <laughs> He's he is a heel. <laughs> He's he comes out there with 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 these damn suit you know suits on and shit every week. You're a heel. You're corporate. Corporate Cody. Oh shit! There you go. Corporate Cody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he. You're you're corporate. Yeah. You got. You're the corporate champion, pretty much. Yeah. You're the corporate champion, and your advocate is Paul Heyman. Mm. Why does Paul Heyman? Oh, you were right. You're, you're tribal chief. My ass. You lost everything. <laughs> That's what I would do. If they do yeah. that, if they yeah. did that, then Cody, then Cody would would probably win me over because I think he would be. I, I I'd like to see him as a heel. I think that's one of the reasons Fair. why I wasn't feeling him at in AEW at the end because, dude, you were hell bent on not turning heel. But here's the thing, and this is a story that that was said last year that Cody, when he was negotiating with WWE. Cody wanted to save all the heel stuff that he wanted to do. He wanted to do it at WWE. He wanted to do it in AEW. Mm. So we so we shall see. But I think if you have him out there and you bring Brandy out there with him, and she's a heat magnet, you, you, Cody is not going to be the number one babyface. Cody be the number one fucking heel there. I can see Cody 
it, especially if the rumor has it right now, if Roman Reigns, when, whenever Roman drops the belts, okay, it could be WrestleMania, it could be mm-hmm. after that. He's going to take an extended leave of absence. He's going to take a break. I was thinking that. I was thinking Okay. That. So who's going to take who who's going to take that spot? Who's who's going to be in that place? You got to turn somebody because you don't have any heels at that point. You got to turn Cody. Cody has to turn heel. Now, if you turn Cody heel, that gives you opportunity for some fresh matches that you haven't seen. You can mm-hmm. do Cody versus Edge. Okay, you could do mm-hmm. Cody versus Rey Mysterio. There's a lot of things you could do. Is Rey gonna is Rey gonna retire? I I don't know. I would think if you wanted the Hall of Fame, you probably would. I think maybe yeah. his retire his retirement match will be against his son. Probably that would be dope as fuck, honestly. You know, but also you could do Cody versus Randy Orton, but Randy Orton would be the babyface. Cody's the heel. Mm-hmm. Cody, like Cody, Cody the heel, managed by Paul Heyman. It has to, Paul Heyman has to be there. It has to work for Paul Heyman. Then you do Cody versus Brock until Roman comes back. Do you think they do a double swerve at Mania? No, because Roman's Roman, whatever whatever they do at WrestleMania, Roman still has to deal with the the, the Uso problem. So, no, I don't think so. They're, they're not. You, what I'm what I'm talking about. Happens further down the year. Ain't gonna happen now. You can't turn Cody now because there's no reason for it. Like this, that'd be stupid. Okay. Obviously, there's a certain segment of the audience that likes Cody Rose, and there's a certain segment of the audience that don't like him, which is like you know people like me. I don't like him because I'm not buying the the, the good guy babyface bullshit. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see the guy. You want to see a hill, Cody? I want to see. That, that's Cody. cool. That's cool. I get. It. That's what it is. I want to see. That's why I say I don't have anything personal against the guy. I just don't find the baby face. I have a dream. The American dream <laughs> is my daddy baby. there every fucking week. I'm tired of hearing about it, dude. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. He is tired of hearing about it too. He said it. Yeah. Well, shit. If I have to hear about my dad. More time, I, yeah. I I might legit throw up. Yeah, well, you, you keep bringing him up. <laughs> Shit, the son of a plumber. <laughs> All right, man, let's move on. So, we you you asked the question to me uh, yesterday uh, when coming up with thoughts for the show. Uh, you wanted to go over this scenario. So. Let's do a hypothetical. What happens in the business of professional wrestling if Vince McMahon gives Hall and Nash their raises that they requested instead of letting them march on over to WCW? What happens to the business? That, that's a big one, actually. Yeah, I was actually, where I got this idea for, for this, hypothetical situations i was talking to one of my coworkers, and we were just talking about you know what what if like if if there is no nwo what happens yeah. to the business like what where what, do we have stone cold steve austin do you have the rock do you have dx no, you, you, I, I don't think you do you have 
you have Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. but I don't think Austin's pushing the envelope because Vince is not going to. He there's a reason to push the envelope. Well, let, let's 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 back this up. If they stay, does the Montreal screw job actually happen? I don't think so. I don't hmm. think so. I think what will end up happening eventually, though, is that you'll see you'll see the click become an on-screen stable, an on-screen faction in WWE. That's the curtain call never say. happens. The curtain call never happens. But you'll see the click hmm. come on TV. WCW, on the other hand, I don't think Hogan ever turns. Uh, no, Hogan, Hogan never, probably retires. Hogan, pro- yeah, Hogan doesn't turn. He probably retires. I don't know. Hogan, Hogan was still pretty. He was still pretty young at that. He point. was young. He was young. Yeah. But yeah. at that time, the perception was his career was fizzling out. Hulkamania was done at right. that point. Yeah. Um, the fans had grown kind of restless with him. It was kind of like what you saw with Cena before. You know what I mean? Like, right. you keep getting the same version of Hulk Hogan, win the match, like, this shit is stale. Like, we don't need it anymore. Right. That's where that's where his career was at that point. Yeah. Without a Scott Hall there, you don't get a Hollywood Hogan. Because right. Scott Hall is the one that talked him into it. Yeah, that's pretty big. That's That's pretty big. If they stay in WWE, a lot of stuff doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. I, it just, you know, would, would there be the rise of Diamond Dallas Page in WCW? Does that happen? No. Well, no. maybe, but maybe. not on that level. Not on that level, but maybe it happens because maybe Macho turns heel. You maybe. Know, you don't get the version of Sting that... Yeah, Sting never changes. Yeah, you don't get because that version Scott, of Sting. Because, because Scott Hall's not there to, to, right. talk, talk, to talk to him about becoming a Crow character. So that none, none of this stuff ever happens. The the war doesn't heat up between the two right. sides. Right. And WCW honestly, honestly, in business today. Maybe WCW would still be around. Honestly, yep. Because you don't go to war, because there's less of an emphasis. There's really less of an emphasis for WWE to step their their product up. Well, well, hold on, hold on a second. See. That's the misconception. That's not. That's not why WCW went out of business. It, it was. It was all due to the the the, the merger. Well, yeah, you it had was, their their planning and the well, way they it, ran that business. It was ultimately it, drove it out of business. Yeah, it was. But but here's the thing. It was what what ultimately killed them was it was the 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 Time Warner merger is what killed them. Right. Right. Time Warner but, merger. Then the AOL. Right. But no, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the Monday Night War killed it. What I'm saying is what I'm saying is there's there's less perception of competition to even go into a Monday Night War. Well, because you have you have guys like technically they but but here's the thing though. Technically they were at war because you remember, Bischoff was giving away the the results on on Nitro for Raw. True, true. Okay, and true. WWF 
were doing the billionaire Ted skits True. back in back in January of '96, way before Hall and Nash ever went down there. But the whole focus of of this whole hypothetical is if Hall and Nash don't go down to WCW, there is no NWO. None of this stuff ever happens. And, yeah, and, true. And it's just where where does the business go? Like where where does because both companies were in the shitter. Both products sucked. Both yeah. products were. Stuck. That's what I'm getting at. That's you what I'm the, getting at. The Dungeon of Doom on one side. Right. Okay. Then you had whatever the hell they were doing in the WWF on the other side. The, right. Both both shows were garbage. Exactly. And that's what that's what I'm getting at. There's less of a need. Like if it, if they don't leave, shit stays the same. And eventually, yep. Eventually, like you're going to drive away fans. Right. So I believe yeah, that shit the guaranteed contracts that wrestlers are now getting don't get there. That that whole that whole contract issue, like if Vince pays them, you don't get that. Now, well, like they changed the business in a lot of ways. That well, one move changed the business. Well, the first actually, well, uh, they weren't the first ones to get guaranteed money. Yeah, that's true. The first, but the, that level of guaranteed money. The first, the first, well, no, the first person that got that level of guaranteed money was Mark Merrill when he Mark Merrill signed with the WWF. Mm, yeah, you're right. You're he right. I forget about from, Mark. Yeah, he got he got guaranteed from Vince. Yeah. So which is crazy that Vince gave him a guarantee with all that money, but he wouldn't give the raise to Hall and Nash and then at, right. at the curtain the, the curtain call, he says to Scott, God damn it, you still work for me. What are them sons of bitches paying you? There, there you know, there you go. Yep. But in saying that, okay, in saying this, so does, let's just say, hypothetical, Scott Hall does go to WCW, Kevin Ash goes to WCW, but there is, they're, they're not the outsiders. They're mm-hmm. just, they're just, oh, Vinny Vegas is back. Oh, the Diamond Stud doesn't have the same impact. No. Yeah, the way you brought him in does does make a difference. Right. It does it make makes, a difference. It, it makes a difference because it, the, the the it makes a difference because they were the outsiders, but the difference in the component that made it all work was Hogan. Mm-hmm. That's what made it work. Because yeah. if they had continued just Hall and Nash on their own, and then like say maybe Sting would have joined them or Alex Luger would have joined them. It wouldn't have made the same impact. It wouldn't have been as big. It, it wouldn't have been as big, bro. Like, go back to go back to that moment that Hulk Hogan walks out. Yeah, I just saw it the other day. <laughs> I, I, I always watch that moment. I'm Man, always, the I, I'm moment. The crowd. I just yes. I, I look at the crowd reaction. Just people. Just, just look at the crowd when that. You want to talk hits. about a fucking dagger to the heart? Right. That day. To every wrestling fan, was a dagger yep. <laughs> to the soul <laughs> of the business. Yep. Like if you were if you were a fan, your heart got broke. Yep. But it was the most. <sighs> it was the most justifiable heel turn I've ever seen. Man, was it ever? He was had. Ever? He had 
legitimate reason to turn. Yeah. He said it, that promo. Two years. I came out here and, and, and you know, slapped hands with the, the, you know, with the kids and did everything for the charities. I did everything for the kids. And the reception I got, meaning the way you people booed me and said, Hogan sucks, you can stick it up your ass. Yep. That right there it is the yep. most justified you know, heel turn I ever saw. Another one that was justified, too, that kind of gets overlooked because it's another hypothetical that doesn't happen, the Bret Hart heel turn in the WWF. Mm. Bret turned. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I actually like that. I actually like that heel turn. Yeah, I did, too. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I loved uh, the whole, you know, Canada versus the U.S. Yeah. That was funny. Too. I actually like that. Yeah. Because he, yeah, Brett was an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Brett saying? was a whole asshole. He said, America is shaped like big, one big toilet bowl, is what he said. One big <laughs> giant toilet. Yeah, that was, that was just, yeah, that was, that was some good shit. Yeah. That was Brett, good shit. Brett's, yeah, Brett's hill turn was, yeah, it's up there. It's up there. Now, it didn't, it didn't really hurt because, you could kind of see it coming because he kept getting frustrated with shit. Right. And it was visible. And like when he actually turned, it was like, finally, yes. Hogan's, you just didn't see that shit coming at all. Right. <laughs> that's no, a, that's a, that, that day pigs flew that day because you could never tell anybody in that time period that Hulk Hogan would be the bad guy. Well, and you know why? Because Hogan hadn't even been on WWE TV for months. Right, he had, he had been on TV. He had—I don't think he had been on TV since like April or something like that. Right, he had been gone, but he had been watching the show. Yeah, seeing what, seeing what was going on. Now. So, yeah, that's just one of those things we do here on No Games. We do hypothetical, baby. Go out there and see, <laughs> uh, you know, how things would have been in public, if you will. If you will. <laughs> All right, moving on. The Mandalorian. How excited are you for this season? It's not doing it for not me. Not doing it. Not doing uh, it for you. Not doing it for me. Not doing it for you. Nope. Uh, uh, I look at I look at where we where we were with uh Obi Wan Kenobi and shit. You had the Tales of a Jedi. Then you had the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think the, the 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 love affair for Baby Yoda has kind of it's faded. Kind of faded, yeah. Yeah, I think it I faded. Think it, it's they stayed away too long. They stayed away too long. We we were just we were just talking about this every day. Like, when's the last time we saw the Mandalorian show? It was actually like when we were still in Cali. That's how long it. Yeah, yeah. So it just it, I'm I'm just waiting for Ahsoka. I think that's where I am too. Yeah. And yeah, man, like the buzz, the buzz is gone. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It's it's completely just yeah, it's 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 just not there. Yeah, the buzz is gone. It sucks. But I've been I, I've watched the first episode and I haven't been back. And I guess I need to binge it. So I'm just gonna let it play out. But yeah. Other than that, the first episode was okay. It was okay. But it just, it it hit me like, 
the fanfare isn't there anymore. Like there was right. a lot of shit. There was a lot of shit that that happened with that show too. Yeah, there there was a lot of shit that happened with it, and I think a lot of it too. Um, I I think the 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 Gina Carano situation. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that I think that hurt that that hurt the show. It did. It did. Um, big time. I think it, I think they're they're paying for it now. You know, it's just I don't know. You know, it's just it's it's a very it's it's I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about it. Um, I mean, Grogu is cool. It's a cool character, but but unless you're gonna show me how Grogu survived Order sixty six, um. <clears throat> I don't really give a shit to be honest with you. <laughs> and I don't I don't think they're gonna do that because I don't think he was even involved in it. He was there. Honestly. Was he? Yeah, he was there. The way they're positioning him on this show leads me to believe he wasn't. He was there. So Ahsoka said Ahsoka when she read his mind or whatever, she said he was there. His his mind goes his his he, she said. I go back and watch that again. Yeah, it was in like whatever the season two. I think that's where Ahsoka yeah. showed up. She talks about how he he was he was at the Jedi Temple, but then everything goes his his memories goes dark, like he's mm-hmm. pushing something out. So he was there. He was there when all okay. that shit was going down. Okay. Yeah, I gotta go back and watch that. Yeah. I don't remember that, but. Yeah, I gotta go back and watch it. But yeah, yeah. Good show. No fanfare. It's weird. It is weird. It's it's one of one of many Disney flops. Yeah, yeah. Are we over Disney? <laughs> is that what it is? Is 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 the public over Disney as a whole? Are, are think, they getting too much out of it? I think Disney's hurt themselves. Over the past couple of years, with the, the, some of the decisions they made, some of the questionable stuff that they've done, as you know, Gina Carano got fired because Gina Carano had an opinion, and she was fired because of her opinion. So that's, I think that honestly, I think that hurt the brand. Could be, could but, be. But but hey, listen, maybe they'll maybe maybe it'll pick up. You know, maybe it was kind of slow. They have, they haven't really been marketing that show very well. They haven't. They haven't put they haven't put too much yeah. out for. Yeah, and, and another another thing too, I'll, I'll say this too. You know, I think I think a lot of it also is that I think people are honestly waiting until it wraps up so they can binge watch it. That's where I am. That's okay. where I am. Yeah, I I can't. I'm not gonna. I, I hate watching something and didn't have to wait a week to see it. Yeah. The, the, the yeah. Continuation of it. Just give me the whole shit now. That's it, where exactly, I'm at. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. yeah. So that's, give me, that's all, give me the I'm whole doing. season. Right. And let me watch it. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it like gets reviews and stuff because you're not getting anything out of this show right now. And it's weird because it's like, like on episode six already. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. But uh, yeah, um, to the group and our last piece of business. All right, so we got the bracket. We're going to break it down. Uh, we went through the group and I told everybody in the group that uh, we're going to move on to the next round. Uh, so let's bring the screen up. We are in the third round right now. 
And here's where we are. Hulk Hogan beat Dusty Rhodes. Andre the Giant was thrashed by The Undertaker. Bit of controversy here. Bruno San Martino was beaten by Eddie Guerrero. A lot of people didn't like this one, but when you vote, man, some people are voting with age, and uh, there, there aren't a lot of older people so that remember Bruno San Martino and what he was to the business. So Eddie Guerrero took this one. The Rock beat Sting over on this uh, right side. Ric Flair beat uh, Kurt Angle. Macho Man beat Shawn Michaels. Stone Cold Steve Austin beat Bret Hart. John Cena beat uh, Scott Hall, which I wasn't too happy about that when I wanted Scott Hall to move on, but it is what it is. So, uh, in the third round, this one looks kind of like it's going to... The only easy one I see out of this one is maybe The Rock and Eddie Guerrero. But this is the meat and potatoes. This is this is going to be no gimmicks first Mount Rushmore. So, very, very tough bracket as we get into this third round. What you seeing out of it? It, it, it's it's going to be tough. I'm I'm really curious to see where how people are going to vote. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I mean, you got Hogan Taker. <laughs> you got Eddie Rock. You got Flair, Macho, Austin, Cena. This is this is interesting. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, it's interesting and it's crazy because you know Hogan's obviously wrestled Taker. Mm-hmm. Flair obviously wrestled Mach. Yeah. Eddie wrestled The Rock, but we never got to see John Cena versus Steve Austin. That's a dream match right there. That's a WrestleMania dream match. That's a dream match. Yeah. Not that shit that's on Dynamite that this is a dream <laughs> match, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can tell you I can tell you right now. I, I can tell you right now, Hogan's gonna take that. Hogan's gonna take over over Undertaker. I'm not. I'm not so sure. Yeah. I am not so sure. I've I've seen the fanfare of the group when it comes to the Undertaker. Yeah, I've seen that fanfare. Uh, I'm not so sure. Right, Hogan we'll has see. this one in the bag. This one's gonna be close. Yeah, the we'll only see. one where I'm like, this one may not be close, and it's Eddie Guerrero versus The Rock. If that one is close. I will be surprised, and I don't, and that's, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. I, I just don't, I don't understand that. I mean, shit, it's the Rock. Yeah, it's the Rock, and it's Eddie Guerrero. I don't think this one's gonna be close. I don't. That's the only one that I don't think could be close. Everyone, everyone else is probably gonna be like maybe one or two votes off. So yeah, if you're not in a, a part of the No Gimmicks uh, fan group, come join the revived, revamped No Gimmicks podcast fan group over on Facebook, where you can't see this bracket, or you can follow us on Instagram at No Gimmicks DFPN, um, and this bracket is also there too. So just follow us. You get access to the bracket i'm gonna put this updated one out onto the group make sure you guys uh can get that but yeah 
thanks for everybody that's been voting because uh we've gotten we've gotten a plethora of votes in each round uh making it uh, a very very active bracket one of one of the most active things we've had since uh the inception the original inception of the group so thank you to everybody that's participating in this and sharing and and getting people over to the group to vote and making this thing fun so we appreciate you guys all right man final thoughts what you got i got nothing it's been a very very interesting week and uh we're on the road to uh wrestlemania and i can't wait to see what they put together all i know like i said uh cody can win me over by turning heel and that's all i got to say about it we are indeed on the road to wrestlemania um which if you guys are out in that area in the la area make sure you go support all the local uh, wrestling promotions that will probably be doing stuff around WrestleMania. So make sure you go show them some love as well. Also, uh, next week, we will be having from Dog Pound Championship Wrestling out of San Antonio, the City Boys, the tag team champions, the hottest tag team in Texas, will be making an appearance here on No Gimmicks next weekend. So make sure you guys come out and hang out for that. Otherwise, I got nothing else. So hit him with your tagline, my friend. <laughs> Remember, all right, this and this is just this is the gospel. All right. When you're in WO, you're in WO for life. All right, man. Thank you for tuning in the no gimmicks. Until next time. Peace.